This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo. Yo, you on airplane mode? Uh, Nope. Hold on. I'll come right back. What's up, Lisa? Not much. You on airplane mode? I am on airplane mode. All right. Kelsey Ball's fucked up, so she's about to be right back. Oh, yeah. The last recording session ended because I needed to put up my umbrella because it's fucking hot. Hey, oh. Okay, define hot. Oh, hot would be partly cloudy, uh, stiff breeze, and it's probably 70. <laughs> you call me a puss puss? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have I, mean, you know. I didn't say it, but it, it was deeply implied. Jer- during JT Gunn's live stream last night, I was freezing my mm-hmm. Yeti balls off the entire time, but I wanted to show off my awesome 8750 Yeti sweatshirt. So I did not put on a jacket. But as soon as we ended, like you know, the stream ends, but then like JT brings back the stream yards and we all talk for a little bit. And next thing you know, I'm like all up in front of the camera and I'm like playing with my jet. They're like, what are you doing? Because it looked like I was like trying to look inside my own cell phone, just being like, hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> um, but I was putting on my jacket. They're like, oh, is it cold there? I'm like, fuck, yeah, it's cold. It was like 44 degrees last night. What are you going to do when winter comes? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do today. Actually, while we even record this review. Hey, by the way, dear listener. We are gathered here today to review the House of Hammer, but in pure 8750 fashion, we'll get to it. Um, I have a tapestry coming with the Yeti on it, and I should be able to set up our spare bedroom into a recording studio that looks kind of cool soon, sooner rather than later, because, yeah, last night was fucking chilly. Yeah, is the spare bedroom right next to baby Yeti's room? No, it is like, it's in the addition, so it is well far and away. All right. It is fairly close to yeti jr's room though but he won't be in there for a little bit so yeah he's sure to be quiet when he gets here yeah <laughs> so i got some time i got some time now but okay we will get to house dear listener we will get to house of hammer uh um, very shortly first and foremost we were we play wordle in the 8750 discord which you can get access to if you become an a750 patron and i implore you to god damn do we have fun oh yeah we, we play wordle in there and yesterday Two days ago, Kelsey Balls got it in one try. That means the very first thing that she entered ended up being the Wordle word. And the Wordle world was fucking alpha. A-L-P-H-A. That means this donkey nuts was putting a word in with double vowels as her first word? What is wrong with you, dude? Well, if that was the right vowel, then it would be in two different spots. And so then... That's hardly ever the case. I mean, don't get me wrong lightning struck and you were like standing outside with a golf club in the air and it struck you (laughs) yeah and i was really excited but i also didn't want to post it because i knew you guys were gonna blow me the fuck up no because i feel like if you were cheating you'd get it in two i feel like if you were cheating you'd get it in like two or three nobody's gonna cheat and just consistently get it right like a hundred percent dead nuts on over and over and over that makes no sense you'd have to be a maniac yeah so I figured you got it, but then I started noodling on it, and I figured out that it was A-L. 
And then I figured out that it was A-L and then another A was in there. And I was like, is Kelsey borderline a simpleton? Like, why would she have her opening word be double vowels in the same vowel? I don't know. I just thought, because <laughs> A is like the most common vowel I'm noticing. And so I put it in two different spots to see if one of them would be right. And then, and, then, and then you got it. And then I got it. And then I was like, yes. And then I was like, followed by, oh, shit. No oh, one's no. going to believe me. Yeah. And now you yeah. have to go find a new starting word because it'll never be that again. I know. I tried Ralph, like you suggested. Mm-hmm. And that didn't help me at all. Well, not today. No, the day that the word was time. Mm-hmm. That didn't help me at all. No, not, even a not at all. I got the H, but that was about it. I don't yeah. think my word helped me at all that day either. So sometimes I have been I using shart is my starting word. Quite Ooh, a bit that's lately. a good one. That's it is a, a pretty one. good one. You got the S in there. You got the T mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and A. Not, not not double A's. Wish it was double A's. So I could be like, oh, Kelsey Ball is my mentor. <laughs> my wordle <laughs> mentor. <laughs> I, I tried Texas in honor of Beard of Liberty. Yeah. Because I'm convinced that that's his starting. What other word starts with T-E? And his five letters. Come on. Uh, you can use Teeny. Brian's website. He uses to cheat and you could find out. Oh, that's true. But you just type into Google five letter words that start with T-E and a list comes up. I feel like Texas is a pretty damn good one. But then, but then yeah, it didn't work for very me. very uncommon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the X is a waste. You don't want to be wasteful. Speaking of being wasteful, I know Kelsey's got to go pick up her gut dang children soon, so we should probably get to House of Hammer because this could end up being a two-parter. Uh-huh. But I have I have so much to tell you guys about. What do you mean? Like, the time I ordered pizza. Oh. Do you want to <laughs> tell us about that during She-Hulk review? All right, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll tell about the uh, the pizza review late, or the pizza incident. That is a he, fucking great story. I told it to Mrs. Yeti, and she was like, "You've got to be shitting me." <laughs> it was rad. Okay, we'll tell so, we'll tell it later. All right. So, hey, Lisa, you are the expert note taker. Um, House of Hammer came out, and it's on Discovery Plus, which nobody has Discovery Plus. I have a feeling that this this um, review of a documentary is going to do very well because, dear listener, you don't need to sign up for Discovery Plus. You don't need to. It's, no, it's we'll got, tell it's, you all about it. This is the only thing on it, and we'll 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 let you know. It's um, a whole network based around this documentary. Basically, now, hold, hold on. Okay, Discovery now, Plus is my favorite. Kelsey Quite watches healthy. some bullshit, so out that of, that tracks. Out of all of the streaming services, Discovery Plus is my number one. It's got Doctor Pimple Popper. It's, it's got, got Ghost Hunter. It's got Death Ghost Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, dude, and it's got um, Ninety Day Fiance. The whole fucking <laughs> series and all the series connected to the series of that. I heard that Alfie show. Brown is on there, so I'm gonna have to go look him up again, and then I'm gonna get fat again. Dude, and then the, it's got My Feet Are Killing Me, which is a medical show. Oh, it's got Stuck on that. there. Remember how I was telling you guys about Stuck, all the things that get stuck in people's bodies medically? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, that show's on there. Dude, there's so much good stuff on there. There's I like, like it better when you tell me about those types of shows. Because I'll, I'll tell you this. 90 Day Fiance was fun, and we enjoyed two seasons of it, and then we kind of got the formula, and it was like, all right, fuck this. All right. Well, then, so okay. You could have your own segment called 8750 Butt Stuff. 
Hey, now we're thinking. Think of the merchandise. <laughs> think of the yeah. merchandise. Look at that yeah, seven fifty themed butt plugs. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> Anal beads that spell out K E L S E Y. <laughs> no, I draw the line. I'm drawing a line in the. It's not up to you, bitch. One. It's up to me. <laughs> I'm gonna trademark I, my name, and you good luck with use that shit. That. <laughs> Until then, I'm gonna be making that money, honey. No. Yeah, boy. Dude, Can I sound you like get an the old all the way up to the second E. K. Ow! E. Ow! L. God. Ow! S. Ow! E. Ow! <laughs> so, dear listener, when you go to a Mad Hatter themed rave, this is what you come back with. You hear that? God. Stay so out of the raves, take, kids. Did you stick your tongue down the Mad Hatter's throat, or did he stick his tongue down your throat? He was standing behind me and definitely stuck his tongue in my ear. And that's how I got whatever this monkey Mad Hatter Mad, pox. Yeah, Mad Hatter pox. That You've got yeah. a mean case of it. Mm-hmm. All right, House of Hammer. House of Hammer. House Here of we go. Hammer, dude. We start <laughs> off. Hey, before we start. Oh, yes. Do y'all know what the Danny DeVito rule is? No. So in any romantic movie, take the male lead, replace him with Danny DeVito. Mm -hmm. Did this just become a charming rom-com or did it become a horror film? Ah, that's a good rule. I say that all the time, dude. Like these girls let Army Hammer get away with so much because he's fucking stunning looking. Mm -hmm. And he's tall. uh, Why'd that have to get thrown in? (laughs) Because girls like tall guys. I'm sure they do, but they also seem to like Tom Cruise, and he's tinier than me. Yeah, but Tom Cruise also has the whole Scientology thing. With well, thing. okay, hold on. We have to go back in time before Tom Cruise went fucking bonkers. But then I was like six, so I didn't care. But Tom Cruise was handsome. All right. Yeah, Tom Cruise is a handsome man. I'm just saying, being tall helps. Oh, it doesn't hurt. It helps. But I've known many a tall dude who looks fucking butt fugly. That's true. Mm-hmm. And mm. that doesn't help them at all. No. But if you're a decent looking guy and you're tall, then oh, yeah. that's going to bump you up at least two points. And then sure. if you're rich on top of that, dude. Oh, oh yeah. man. Yeah. But you know what? These girls right are like, there. all right, you can tie me up a little bit. Like, I guess that's fine. You but were in the Lone Ranger. It's going to drop them a good five points. Oh, for normal girls, yeah. But I'll guarantee you, this documentary has turned a switch on in many girls who are like, where's Army Hammer at right now? Yeah. I looked at his Instagram profile. He's got it locked down, or at least the private one. Oh, I'm sure he does. (laughs) And that's the thing. You got to go find his Finstagram account. Mm Mm-hmm. No, that's the one I looked at. It's the one that they referenced on the the show. Oh, it's locked. This dumbass. Oh, my God. I've never gotten more Hunter Biden vibes than watching Army Hammer do fucking drugs. And he's filming himself doing them. It's like, what are you doing? What are and you filming doing? Him, filming himself with his drive home drink. Yeah. Yeah. He, and, hey, Kayla, Army Hammer had road beers. He had drive home beers. He sure did. He sure did. Any, so where, where did the documentary start, Lisa? I've already forgotten. Okay, so the first episode is called Love Bomb. And that's such a stupid fucking word. But that's what he was doing. So it, okay, so it starts with a, gor- a girl named Courtney. And she is a business owner in Dallas. She's pretty. 
Um, she was at a party in Highland Park, which is a rich people neighborhood in Dallas. Um, and this was December of 2019. And they kind of talk to each other in passing. And then the next day he follows her on Instagram and she follows him back. And they spend a couple of months looking at each other's pictures and going, ooh la la, but you know, nothing happened then. And then COVID strikes. And so in by month three of quarantine, apparently that is how long it takes to get bored enough to start messaging back and forth with Army Hammer. And I think that just means that Army Hammer was just busy with other chicks. Oh, yes. And and mm-hmm. we will find out for sure that that is the case. Right. It's not that but, he was in quarantine and taking it so seriously. They showed him out and about with somebody and he was wearing a bandana as his face mask. And I was like, yeah, that's a guy who gave no shits about lockdown. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no offense, but Army Hammy, like he lost points in my book during this documentary, but that gained some points. Half a point, maybe. Half a point, maybe. So she looks at his profile and, oh, he's a married father of two. And he says, oh, no, we've been separated for a couple of years. My okay. wife lives in New York. Hold on. Hold on. Yeffy Balls, are you outside? Yes. Okay. The wind is fucking blowing into your microphone. Uh, what do you want me to do, bitch? Stop the wind? Yes. Okay. That's what you expect from me with my fans. So I expect it from you with nature. I can't be in the office where I normally record because Mrs. Yeti is doing the job that brings home the actual money. Well, so then, I'm outside on the goddamn deck, and it's really cold. <laughs> well, turn your back to the wind or some shit. Figure it out. It's <laughs> not how this works. Figure it out. How what bad would, can you What hear? would you say to me right now if I was one of those fucking up this way? They put around kids trying to take a test. What'd you say? In public schools, when kids that um, have to have, like, certain accommodations need to take a test, they'll put, like, a box around them so they aren't distracted by other people. That's oh. what you mean. How bad is the wind? I would like to know. It's it's pretty bad every once in a while. You know, pretty like... Pretty bad every once in a while doesn't help me. I wonder if you were hearing my chair. No, it was definitely the wind. It was like... <sighs> All right, like, I don't know what to tell you. I can't go inside, so here we are. Okay, well, that's going to be my response next time you yell at me about my fucking microphone. You can turn off your fan, goddammit, Kelsey! <laughs> fucking A, am I sick of you being all up in my nuts? Next time you're going to have to go record in the garage next to your big safe. I don't have Wi-Fi in the garage. <laughs> Buy a Wi-Fi extender. Wear a box on your head. If you want, I can end this and then we can go. No, it's fine. I'm just giving you shit. Let's move on. Is it fine or is it not? Because I have a feeling that this Army Hammer review, once we get to Army Hammer, this will be a fucking great episode. So I don't want it to be spoilt by wind. It's fine. It's it's happened twice. Lisa, is it really fine or is it not? I can't hear what she's talking about. All right. So Kelsey. Fuck you too. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Just for you. I hope this brings back mad hatter PTSD. (laughs) You are disgusting. I know. This is why. This is why I couldn't record on Wednesday. Lisa, I'm so sorry. This fucking piece of shit. Lisa, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Bro, take the mic away from your mouth. I am. I am moving it away from my mouth. This is gross. 
There's that Muttley laugh, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting sick from you via this podcast. <laughs> Walk away from your device. Dude. Told you not to make me laugh. God damn it. That's what I'm here to do is make people oh laugh. But I'm sorry God. that when I scream at you, it makes you laugh. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> it is it's my funny. favorite. All right, Lisa. I'm sorry to have interrupted this with that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Courtney is DMing, DMing with Navy Screwdriver. And he's like, oh, I'm single now. <laughs> And they Maybe screwdriver. Details about their lives, and because he's opening up, she feels safe enough to do so. And she just got out of a toxic relationship. So what do you do? Yeah, go talk to this guy. That you know, yeah, you get in another one right away. Yeah. So oh, yeah, the common denominator is who? Courtney. Yeah. yeah, it's all her fault. Well, I'm not saying it's all her fault, but there are plenty of things that she did that it's like, yeah, bitch, like, what did you think was going to happen? Courtney, I had one of the biggest problems with throughout this documentary. And again, not victim blaming, but when she specifically leaves out creepy details that he was doing to her when she would tell her friends, it's like, you fucking know, dude. You fucking Mm -hmm. know. But because he's goddamn gorgeous, you're like, eh, it's fine. Yeah, and like when he stalked her, sorry, getting ahead a little bit, but when he stalked her at her apartment when she wasn't there. Yep. I mean, that's and she. Romantic. Yeah, nope. I was like, nobody thinks that's romantic. What the fuck? And how did he know where she lived? And then well, he leaves her this. Then he leaves this creepy message on her door that's like, well, I don't even know if it was on her door. Maybe he broke into her apartment. She didn't He say. said he was getting into that apartment. So I think he got into that apartment. Yeah, he left her a note, but she didn't say where it was left. So I assume that it was left with like a front doorman. I don't know, man. She Maybe. never said. She never can, fucking said. Can you hear the wind right now? Yeah. Yes, yes we can. Damn it. But All anyway, right. so like, yeah, she doesn't say where it was left, but the note was like, I'm going to bite the fuck out of you. Signed army hammer and with his like, actual autograph not yeah. not just write a name there it, yeah it was like how he would sign a signature uh, sign a like a signed photo yeah and she was like well i just thought metaphorically he just couldn't wait to bite the fuck out of me sure like, oh, what the hell like she just ignored all of her red flags that she clearly had uh-huh so you mentioned that um, he was probably chatting with other girls. Enter Julia. She's an artist. And she had a series of uh, photos that were up on Instagram. And it was about a toxic relationship that she had been in. And apparently, Army had messaged her in 2017 about one of the pictures. And she didn't see it until COVID. She messages him back. And he answers within an hour. So he's playing on Instagram. And his favorite picture of her is one where she's being choked and he says it's like you belong to me and she's like well that's completely missing the point of that particular picture but she gets a lot of people messaging her because she's a super cool artist she she's like got the dark hair and the black clothes and yeah she's just too cool for all of this which Uh, she reminds me of like every gothic girl with daddy issues mm -hmm. ever so it doesn't so, and I, I mean every cure fan yeah for real and i like the cure so i mean what does that say about me but like 
I mean, honestly, she looks like every person I've ever seen that would be totally into this thing. And maybe mm-hmm. that's like the type of person that he was specifically looking for. I don't know, because um, the the girls that are actually pictured, they, they don't seem to have an awful lot in common. I think it's just whoever he thought he could get away with it with. I don't think he has a specific yeah. I don't think he had exactly I think that he probably casts a wide net and he keeps going down the rabbit holes who like allow him to because I'm sure that there's other girls out there direction on every single picture on tinder yeah that's how you do it (laughs) you cast a wide net and then you filter down from there which Yuffie has talked about multiple times especially on the she-hulk reviews yeah Yuffie knows what to do on these here tinder apps I did oh boy Mm mm-hmm Twas a maverick at them. How do you think I landed such a fine piece of ass? Hey, Mrs. Yeti. Go, Mrs. Yeti. <laughs> she was just over there looking at me, be like, do you want to record inside? I think she was being like, do you want to record inside? I stealthily moved all my shit to the backside of the house, that, so I should be out of the wind now. Okay. Good and job. you guys didn't even notice, did you? I mean, nope. I heard a single clink clink, which I thought was a water bottle, so you did pretty good. Fuck yeah. I think everything's attached to this one like deck chair. <laughs> like my mic is like screwed onto it, clipped on, picked it off <laughs> with my headphones still attached. Stations nice. all around the house. I know, right? I'm an indie podcaster. We do what we can. Red. So Shut the up. um the <laughs> the first the first what the what the fuck moment in this entire series comes when Julia is reading some of the messages that Army sent her. He apparently has this fantasy about having someone prove their love and devotion and tying them up in a public place at night and making their body free use to yeah, see if they just, fuck strangers for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. just tying up. Now, okay, that's that's incredibly fucked up for a chick to even contemplate being like, well, I mean, he is Army Hammer, so maybe I should let him tie me up and let strangers have at me. That's incredibly fucked up for Army Hammer to just be like, yo, dude. I'm just, yeah, I mean, I'm interested in this. I don't think he's interested in any of these girls in like a actual, like, I'm going to be with you way. It was more just like a, I'm fucking around with you way. But like, I assume that he also wants to have sex with her, right? And like some hobo baggins just came by, some fucking harfoot. <laughs> <laughs> just plowed your girlfriend and then you're going to stick your dinger anywhere near that? Like, what are you doing? So that's another, red, like, you're insane. And then yeah. also one fucking third party is just walking around and is like, well, what do we have here? Hey, it's a naked lady. Hey, it's a naked lady. Guess I should have sex with it. No, you know, there, there's like no idea of, hey, do you need help? No. I know, right? <laughs> do I need to call the police? This is peculiar. Like, how often are you just walking home from the bar and you're just like, oh. <laughs> Depends on your state. Dude, yeah. this is given this has given me creepy vibes from a one dude we knew. Yeah, that we've talked about on the pod before, and his oh, his Pepper whole... Pete, uh huh, Pepper and Pete Pepper... was into Pokemon Go, and we met him playing Pokemon Go in that infamous Pokemon Go Facebook page that Kelsey Balls was just on yesterday. Uh-huh. Which we'll, and, uh huh. Which we'll talk about later. Pepper Pete was an odd fella. Uh, I was because I'm into tying knots and different types of knots and all that type of shit because I'm into mountaineering and climbing. So knots come up quite a bit. So does rope. And then he all of a sudden took a big old interest in my fascination with knots and was like, Oh, you want to talk knots? And then we come to find out because he, he told me way too much shit that I did not want to know. He's all about tying chicks up. And so he would do this. 
He would yeah. tie chicks up in public spots. Now they were fully clothed and not fair use to just be had sex with by any par foot walking by. But he'd still just tie chicks up in parks and all that kind of stuff. And could you imagine taking your kid to the goddamn park and seeing some woman tied up by fucking Pepper Pete? And like hanging from a tree like this? Yeah. And Daddy, like, what's that? And yeah, take your kinky shit the fuck out of the public space or else I'm going to have to get out my fucking club. The other thing, too, is that they always had like animal tail butt plugs in while they did this. Wait, Pepper Pete? Pepper Pete. And his little girlfriends. I like, thought, no, hold on, I did not know that. I thought that they just had a furry, well, I didn't know any of this. I thought that they just had like a little furry clip-on tail, like you clip it on the, your jeans oh, and no. your pants. no, 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 You're no, telling no. me that is up their fucking asses? Yes. Yup. Every time I've seen somebody with a furry tail, that might have been what was happening? Yes. Yes. Are you fucking, and you knew that, Lisa, too? I had a hunch. No fucking way. I yes. did not know that. Yes way. I have never wanted to pull a furry's tail more. <laughs> oh that my is so god. gross. What if you got splattered? Oh god. Dude, risk it for the biscuit. Are you kidding me? That you could grab their tail and it rip if <laughs> it's like pulling a ripcord on a lawnmower? It's wow. like, it's and like... then ask them when was the last time to shit their pants. What a fun new game for me. <laughs> I always thought that it was just clipped onto their pants. I never knew that that was a butt plug. Yep. Sometimes it is. Yes, it is. Holy shit. So, yeah. When so, I tell Mrs. Yeti that later, she's going to, her mind will be blown. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, Coast Guard Channel Lock is talking to uh, Julia, and his goal is to, call, be able to Coast Guard call Channel her. Lock. <laughs> Lisa, I caught that one. Be able to call her anytime, say one word, and get her to orgasm on command. And something tells me he has watched Fifty Shades of Grey a whole bunch of times. Uh, probably he has watched yeah. the secretary with Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I had I, never even heard of that movie, but I hadn't yeah. either. But I went, I went and looked at it on Wikipedia, and I was like, "Ew!" So yeah. Can you guys hear the wind now? I heard it just a slight little bit, but it's not as bad as it was. Okay. I was so excited to do this Army Hammer review because I was like, "Bruh, people are gonna legit want to seek out people talking about this." documentary because no one wants to sign up for discovery plus <laughs> so they're gonna discovery be discovery plus and more things are getting fucked up than i can count <laughs> this sucks <laughs> i'm sorry guys dear listener i'm sorry yeah. so julia says something that actually makes sense she says i'm not naive enough to think that if he's talking like this with me and he's married i'm not the only one and oh, wow you got it I'm so disappointed to hear that we like never got to hear from the wife. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Well, we heard what his grandfather did to his ex. So, you know, she knows what she's got to do to stay in line and not have her life made a living hell. Yeah. But with now the notoriety of all the people, I don't think that. The, what the grandfather was able to get away with with harassing his old girlfriends, I don't think applies anymore. So I am amazed she didn't come out to be like, yeah, wow. And his poor well, the, children. She's yeah. got minor children. And yeah, she you're going to get a tell all when those kids hit 18. We'll see. We'll see. Well, they so. might end up just like him. All right, Lisa. Dudes. One would hope. Keep on keeping on. So Army splits with his wife. 
just after 4th of July weekend in 2020, and they make it IG official. And then almost immediately thereafter, Courtney decides to go to visit a friend in L.A. And she says, oh, okay, well, we can meet up in person. And this is right after he stalked her at her apartment. And she sent him a message saying, you need to leave. You know, she wasn't even at the apartment, but he didn't need to be there. And so he picks her up. And the very first thing they do is kiss on the lips. Like, this is the first time they've ever actually been in person together. And they're both like, oh, wow, there was a thing. It was magical. And she starts to fall for him. I mean, and if getting... I didn't know all this about Army Hammer and I met him in real life, I'd probably try to kiss him, too. You oh, know? hot take. I've seen Man hot from Uncle. take. It's a pretty good movie. I mean, I haven't they seen that, up but... On... All right. It's getting windier now out on the deck, so I am going to try to 23 skidoo inside the house so you guys keep talking. Okay. I, I can hear you, but you can't hear me. Okay. So they wind up on a little motorcycle road. It's not even a motorcycle. It's a Vespa, which, why is a six foot five guy riding a Vespa? Yeah, dude, I like Vespas, but yeah, he's too but big are for you, that. Are you six foot five? No. no you're not. Mm-mm. All right. So they're always sitting close. He always has a hand on her. He He's just a real handsy guy. Mm-hmm. And during this magical weekend, she ends up ta- or he ends up taking her to a tractor supply store. For and they wind rope. up in. Yes. But COVID supply chain issues, they're all out of rope. Darn. And she was all relieved. And he starts to kind of soften up. They go back to the hotel. They watch the secretary, which is all about uh, being submissive. And she's like, is this what he wants from me? Well, yes. Yeah. It's exactly what he wants from you. There's another red flag. <laughs> I mean, the dude's up to like 20 red flags by now with her. And she's like, yeah, oh, just shove that aside. And then that night, she doesn't specify exactly what it was, but he said, or she says, he did something to me that you speak about before it's done. And we didn't discuss it. He so had to I, have stuck I, in something up her butt, right? Mm-hmm. That's my guess. That was my guess, yeah. too. How do you sign up to be on the documentary and you don't tell us what happened? Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least give me a he, hint. I mean, he's the bad guy here. So say what he did. There's right. so many things that she doesn't say. Like, she didn't say what soundtrack he used, which apparently she shared with the other girl. Mm-hmm. And but she t- she mentions it, but she doesn't say what it like what kind of music it was or anything about it. Like then there's a sex throne with his father, and they don't even show the pictures of that. They're like there's verified photos of it, but we're not going to show it to anyone. I know, like, like uh, what the fuck? Excuse me. I know. So that's... There's a lot of holes in this story here. There are a couple of holes in this <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> But I thought the exact same thing. It's like, okay, you came on this documentary to talk about. It. Like, I know it's going to be like, at least get, you got to give a hint or something because otherwise, like, one, I'm like, maybe it wasn't that bad. Or two, it was the worst thing. Po- I don't know, man. You can't leave it up to the imagination when it gets to the most critical part of your story. And yeah. sorry, I was moving my fucking rig inside the house. How echoey am I now? Not bad at all. Oh, uh, that's good. Um, What was I going to say? Shit. Oh. Did you guys mention the part where she was like, I said everything, but no. No. Yeah, we haven't gotten quite there yet. Uh-uh. Okay. She's like, oh, you know, like, well, everything was going down. Like, I wasn't too comfortable with it. And I said everything to him, but the word no. And it was like, well, bitch, that's like the fucking key phrase, isn't it? 
Yeah. That that separates this from being a fucking crime to being like Army Hammer had just a fucking date with you. I you can't do that. Mm -hmm. Were you guys frustrated too, or like what was your take on that? Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. I was really frustrated with them because like I was just telling Lisa, like there was like 20 red flags and every single time she just kind of pushed them aside, just pushed them aside, just pushed them aside. Which I get it. Like you look at like she seems like the type who's looking to date somebody rich, successful and like he's a fucking famous actor. He's very pretty to look at. Just like, God damn it. He's into the kinkiest of shit. It's like, (laughs) I don't know, man. So Courtney decides that she's going to go back home and she breaks down crying in the shower and she puts it all out of her mind because he's so nice when they talk to each other and they weren't exclusive, but he keeps telling her he doesn't want her to see anybody else. And then there's unless she's tied up on the street, then apparently it's fine. Yeah, then anybody can see her. (laughs) So Marine Cordless Girl goes on a date with Rumor Willis. And of course, the pictures are all over the media. And they're like walking with their arms around each other. And it's like hands on her hips. Is that Bruce Willis's kid? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bruce Willis ain't nothing to fuck with. But all right. So he says that he's not dating anyone. And he tells Courtney it doesn't mean anything. But she still felt betrayed and tried to end it. And the very next day, she's out walking with a friend. And he rides up on his stupid looking Vespa to where they were because he had her location on his phone. Well, yeah, so he's been stalking her since before on, they even hold met. On, hold on. That is a very common feature on iPhone. Like me and Mrs. Yeti have that turned on. I like she knows where I am all the time. I know where she is all the time. Like we don't find that weird. But she didn't know that he had. Well, her then location. she needs to fucking go to her settings and dig around a minute. Which she should have done when he showed up at her fucking apartment unannounced. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. You shouldn't show up (laughs) when you're not supposed to and be like, hello. But like, yeah, dude, you shared your location with Army Hammer. You know how to turn it off. So when he shows, don't play it like, oh my God, it was so creepy. He was like stalking me. It's like, you gave him the tools to do that. He didn't have a fucking PI following you around, which would have been fucking weird. She didn't think it was creepy. She thought it was romantic. I know. And they go off on another road trip together. Mm-hmm. Quit going with this guy into the desert, you jackass. What are you doing? Get off the Vespa. Get off the Vespa. Get, Get a Harley. I know. I know. When you see his dumb ass <laughs> riding around on that Vespa, he looks like such a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. You would think to yourself, there can't be much that an army hammer looking guy could do to make himself look like a fucking tool. Uh, you'd be wrong you'd be wrong put him on a vespa and you you got it and put a handkerchief around his neck and there you go (laughs) there you go there you fucking go (laughs) give him a poodle too while you're at it fucking a what a a douche what a douche put a little dog in his little basket like toto yeah dude oh so gross but she said that this road trip felt different and instead of leaving it to chance on whether tractor supply had ropes this time he brought the ropes with him and then he has four drinks at dinner, which seems kind of excessive to me, especially when she only has one. And she just didn't feel good about the evening. And he says, oh, I've only ever tied up mannequins before, not people. I want you to be the first. Bullshit, oh. guy. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he puts on this creepy playlist and he ties her up and she says she didn't feel safe or loved. Well, that's because you weren't. Yeah. And I- they should... <sighs> 
they show pictures of handprints on her collarbone and bite marks. And apparently he had said that he wanted to put bite marks on her and then have them tattooed on her. And she should wear them as a badge of honor. That, that's the, like the specific phrase. And it comes up later on. So like, apparently dude, he with tells Courtney a lot of specifically, me. I don't want to sound too much like I'm blaming the victim, but God damn it, woman, were there not enough red flags thrown at your fucking face totally. repeatedly? Yeah. What were you doing? Yeah. So two days after two or three days after this encounter, he introduces her to his mom. And like at a restaurant and the the mom and an army start having this discussion about the dad and the mom's all like, oh, don't you blame him because he had this and this and this happened to him. And Courtney's like, whoa, I should not have heard this kind of stuff that I heard on it this early in this relationship. Right. But and if so- you were going to start picking up on red flags, now would be a strange time to start. Right, Courtney? Yeah, for real. Like maybe several months ago would have been the time. When yeah. he showed up at your house and you weren't home, that would have been a big red flag. Yeah. And when the, he wrote the note, I want to bite the fuck out of you. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dumbass. So they broke up two days later after she met his mother. And she says that she knew that something would come out because he's very careless and he's very open with his words. That's what I thought this entire time. He is yeah. so fucking reckless with just being like, I'm insane. And I am just trying to show the world that I'm insane. I'm a hundred percent cannibal. I want to barbecue your ribs. I want Signed, to eat you. Army hammer. <laughs> and it's all over the fucking internet. Like, didn't he know as a rich kid and especially someone who is a descendant of a dude that was part of the fucking Watergate scandal? You would think that he would know that that shit is being recorded. Right. What a dumbass. What a fucking well, dumbass. You put it all out there first. Nobody can blackmail you with it. Uh, I guess. I think he's selling condos in the Bahamas now, so maybe yep. they can. Yep. He lost all of his uh his jobs and his roles and all that. Which when you're that you're you're so wealthy anyway. Like who get like that's the thing with Gina Carano. You know how everybody got so like, oh, poor Gina Carano for getting fired from the Mandalorian for saying something on like just reposting something on Instagram. That's basically true. Mm-hmm. We can get into that if you would like to. I would love to. But Gina Carano's family owns a casino in Las Vegas. Like Gina going to be OK. You don't need to worry about Gina. She I. Yeah. Like, Still love bullshit. her, though. She, oh, yeah. It's bullshit that she got. I'm not saying that it's. Yeah, it's bullshit. She got fired. Disney fucked up big time. And that's cool that the Daily Wire put her in a movie. Like, fuck yeah. But I'm just saying, if you're worried about Gina, Gina gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So I'm not real sure what the timeline on this is, but they switch over to a Instagram influencer or whatever. And she says, I'm interested in pop culture and celebrities and things you might not know about them. And she sees this post from someone called House of Effie. And it's a uh, screenshots of texts that are purported to be from Army Hammer. And they start out kinky and they get worse. So I need your blood. I crave it. I thought about DMing and fucking you. I want to bite you and leave a mark and have that turned into a tattoo. That sounds brand new. Brand new, tattoo you, shave your head and keep your hair with me. Cut a piece of skin off and make you cook it for me. I don't know. You were the most intense and extreme version that I've ever had. Raping you you on your floor with a knife against you. Everything else seemed boring. You crying and screaming, me standing over you. I felt like a god. I've never felt this. This was the skier chick, right? Um, this is 
what was sent to Gloria Allred's client. And she started. She's the skier, it. I think. Mm, the she, European. Yeah, she's a skier. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think so. And she's she's the one that like tried to stay anonymous as much as possible. Now she's mm-hmm. the one who. Okay, I I was also trying to do podcast stuff while we were watching this because I needed to get the, watching this done before it was time to record. And then thanks to Kelsey Balls, turns out I had a whole extra week. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I like was half paying attention. But what I did gather from her testimony was that she was like, no, Army Hammer. No, do not do this to me. And yeah. that is the fucking golden word, everybody. Yep. Saying like, no, stop. I don't like this. And he did persist, which then makes this a crime. Which Especially and if you, while he's also slamming your head into a wall. Yeah. 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 And like in his text that he's sending her, you can tell that it went from I want to do this to you to I did do this to you. Like it turns into past tense. And he's like yeah. describing the events that he, like of her crying and screaming and crawling away from him. And apparently he had her tied up for several hours. Yeah. So and then Ooh. I mean, she that poor girl was raped. Yes. Mm-hmm. When Courtney's telling her story, I'm like, dude, ah, what, ah. you make it fucking you. You leave so much goddamn gray area and so much room to be like, well, you didn't say no, but this girl, she did say, according to her, she did say no. Mm-hmm. And according to him, too, because he was like, you were screaming and crawling away from me. And that was super hot. Right. Yeah. So now I want to know, why isn't Army Hammer in jail? Right. There's no proof, as far as I can tell. I mean, other than her direct testimony, though, so. Mm-hmm. And uh, that turns into a he said, she said, which I, is why a whole lot of rape goes unprosecuted. Well, why is Harvey Weinstein in jail then? I don't know. If he Maybe said, she said is not good enough, why is fucking Bill Cosby in jail? A lot jail. of it comes down to money, dude. And like, as we find out with his family. Gloria like, Allred is a super attorney. Yeah, but if if you look back at his family, like lots of his family members had shit paid off. No, I get it. No, you could probably get away with a ton of shit if you had money, like up until maybe the last 15 years. Yeah. So somebody texted Courtney about these texts and uh, she looks at him and she goes, oh, those are 100 percent true. That is his writing style. That's the way he writes it. And they end with um him saying i am 100 percent a cannibal and talking about how he shot a deer and ate its heart well raw i called bullshit on that when i was Me like too. you look like a dude who's never like you you nah i don't think so nope if i handed no. you a gun i don't think you'd know what to do with it uh-huh i thought Maybe that too i was do. like this dude's such a pretty boy he he would never actually shoot and kill it, an animal he knows how to dig into a deer yeah right mm-hmm. then yes your yeah. favorite celebrity of all time makes an appearance. Oh, oh Henry Cavill. Him. Henry Cavill showed up. Yay. No. No. Oh. What? You leave Henry Cavill out of this. He is precious. You leave him alone. That's true. He was he in the is. documentary. I, I'm on your side. Why are you be yelling at me? <laughs> no. Pete Davidson shows up. Saturday Night Live's again. Oh, he does a whole right. rap right. about That's Army. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so the whole media... He is so unfunny. God damn. They latch onto the word cannibal, and it's all over the place. Um, so let's see. There's another one of, of his girlfriends that 
he doesn't really say anything at this point. Um, so Cavalry Can Opener gets dropped from a movie with J-Lo because this is right after the whole Me Too and Time's Up movement. And they're like, no, we're just not going to take a chance on this. We can't promote a movie with a potential rapist in it. So we're, we're dropping you. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the Instagram people starts looking into what kinds of things has he been talking about all along and we've just been missing. So there's a clip of him on the Colbert show uh, talking about tying a rope in 30 seconds. And he said, people get thrilled when you bring out a rope at a party. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that kind of depends on what kind of party you're at. I know. I was going to say, do they? Because I'll, I'll teach you how to tie a figure eight knot. and No one seems to give a fuck about that. <laughs> That's true. Kelsey knows because I've tried to teach her how to tie a figure eight knot. I was like, Kelsey, this is a very important knot. You should learn this. And she was like, Pokemon Go? Well, yeah, I was like, oh, a purple Wilmer. <laughs> Look over there. <laughs> Sorry, gotta go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gross. So he also follows a lot of Shibari accounts on Instagram, which is a form of Japanese bondage. And so, like, cue all the bruh. pictures of Manic. And that was on up. his, like, real Army Hammer account. He's following, yes. like, people getting tied up accounts. It's like, bro, people can see this, you maniac. Mm hmm. Like on Twitter, I'll basically follow anybody who wants to follow me back, right? But I will double check to make sure it's not one of those fucking yikes like accounts because I'm not following that shit. So if, if Army Hammer followed you on Twitter, would you follow him back? I'd have to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Army Hammer's going to follow you? Come on now. So then there's that, the article that, in that bitches was lying. I know it. Army Hammer and me go way back. <laughs> there's, uh, there's an article in playboy where he says i used to be a dominant lover i liked grabbing the neck and pulling the hair but then he says oh i'd never do that to my wife because i respect her too much uh what yeah mm-hmm. yeah god yeah. i want to hear from his wife so bad i mean she divorced mm-hmm. his ass like after all this happened i know i'm sure she's well, got I mean, so before. many stories oh what so poor Lisa keeping us on track. Yeah. Okay, so we already talked about what House of Effie talked about. So another Instagrammer, and her name is Lauren, uh, she wanted to amplify the victim's story. So she starts researching the family. And she finds out that Army Hammer's Aunt Casey wrote a book and it's on Audible. And apparently, I, I did like that she admitted fully. She's like, I'm not reading a fucking book. <laughs> I'll listen to it on <laughs> tape, but I'm not reading a fucking book. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, Sounds like me. posting on Instagram, <laughs> giving the, the Cliff Notes version of the book while she's still listening to it. I know. And the gist of the book is that um, Arby's family has been filled with wealthy men. And through the generations, they have gotten away with some very, very bad things. I do like and, how Army Hammer's uh, great great grandpa or whatever started some oil company, and like I don't, I couldn't even tell you the name of it right now. And I watched a documentary that was three hours long where they brought it up millions of times. I don't remember the name. Occidental. Yeah, like what the fuck is that? When they're like, oh no, he's a big rich oil baron. Don't get me wrong, I'm sure he is, and I'm sure he had a lot of money, he had a lot of power. But like British petroleum is probably. Yeah, well, I'm sure like British Petroleum is looking down on them being like, bitch, please, number 11. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like ExxonMobil's like, fucking this little peon. Mm -hmm. 
So then they bring out Army's aunt onto the documentary, and she says that her grandfather had politicians in his back pocket. Her father kept loaded guns all over the house. Which... Uh, once again, I'm always like, you can have a gun too. I know she was a child during this, but like later on, while but... she's an adult, she goes to live with him. It's like, and he would pull out a gun while she was sleeping and like put it up to her head. And I'm just like, first of all, why are you living with this guy? He's nuts. Second of all, you can be armed too. And he was always drugged, so she could have easily just grabbed one. I know, take it away from him. Like He shot at her. Oh, Can you imagine was... any scenario in which you would fire a gun anywhere in the direction of Baby Yeti? Oh, I know. Oh, no no, I literally, we just talked about this while we were driving home from mom group. I was like, can you believe, like, could you even imagine being like, yo, Baby Yeti, go get the phone book. I'm going to try to shoot it out of your hand. It's like, uh, what? like, what is wrong in your fucking brain? Like, that is like, you have some part of you is missing. Yeah. It's like when they make people into secret agents, like a good secret agent is somebody who didn't like have an emotional bond with somebody when they were a child. So like orphans or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, that's exactly what they were saying. Like Julius, who was Armand's father, was a Russian Mm -hmm. spy for the KGB. And and Armand's Armand's ex-wife, his second ex-wife, was like, that dude has no compassion like something is broken in him where he doesn't right. see people being injured and is not moved by it like he- if you don't have a caregiver when you're like two three four five like in that age range if somebody's not looking out for you and like taking care of you you just don't associate with people very well you're just like i don't know man fuck them i don't even care so i think that there was sociopathy starting with julius and then armand and then julian and then Michael, and now Army. Like, it just goes down, down. It makes sense, down. though, because if your parent gives no fucks, odds are whoever they're having, like, a baby with is clearly fucked up, too. Otherwise, they'd be like, who is this guy? Mm, I mean, Kayla and I turned out all right. Oh, that's fair. I think this this is actually or our, I know right as I yell at you and you just start laughing like yeah if you're the best <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's true but I think it's just so funny but anyway but yeah like I don't know I think that this is more of like a hereditary uh, and maybe environmental I think it's a 50 50 oh not exi- you know what I mean I think it's a little bit of both because yeah a little you, bit you, of both mm-hmm. if your dad is so fucking crazy that he'll shoot his own daughter He's not right. Like he's he's shacking up with somebody who's also fucking crazy because any rational person would be like, yikes. And then Uh they're going to help bring up somebody who's not going to be well adjusted either due to their environment, let alone what you pass down genetically. Yeah. Yeah. So this whole first episode was about establishing what kind of crap that Air Force jigsaws into. Dude, Lisa, you're fucking killing it with these. (laughs) Kelsey, Kelsey, you must not be listening because they're so funny. I don't I don't get the references. Air Force jig so army hammer. So it's like a a branch of the military tool. tool, So Air Force jigsaw, a different branch of the military and a different tool. She's done like 30 of them and they're all amazing. Yeah, I'm not getting any of them. Lisa, I want you to know I I catch them and I appreciate them deeply. Right. So do you remember in the Discord I told you that I had an epiphany? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, tell me. And you wouldn't. Yes. So it's time for my epiphany. So we have established what kind of whack job this guy is and what he's into. And my epiphany was, there is somebody out there for everybody. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we have already come across the perfect woman for him. Her army? Mm-hmm. Big Jen? No. No, <laughs> I would not. No, no. Mm-mm. See, Big Jen. Okay, who? Okay. So I listened to this little podcast called 8750. Maybe you've heard of it. Oh, I love that podcast. It's rad. Yeah. Episode 102. Lady Boner. There yeah. is a nobody asked yes. Yeah. And this lady wasn't asking if this is right or wrong, but um, she had been saving her menstrual fluid and feeding it to her boyfriend in oh, hopes of turning yeah. him into a vampire. Oh, yeah. And for a couple of months. Is he a vampire yet? I remember now, that. Right. There's a lot of overlap between vampires and cannibals. I mean, they're, they're both real bitey. Yeah, they sure are. <laughs> I've been watching yeah. what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh-huh. um, if her boyfriend's going to be a vampire, she has to assume she's going to get bitten at some point. So she, I don't think mine's being bitten. I'll bet you Army Hammer. Um, but see, I think Army Hammer has a part of him that kind of digs that the chick's not totally into it. Because mm-hmm. I'm sure he'd be able to find chicks. It's, like, it's, yeah, about con- it's about control. That's what that's what rape is about. It's about control. And but that's what he seems to like about it. So, yeah. Although, Army. hold on. We didn't hear about any of his relationships, which I'm sure he had, where the chick was like, nah, I have a couple tattoos of his bite marks. I'm fucking down. Know what I mean? I'm, yeah. Maybe I'm he saying, hasn't convinced anybody yet. I'm, oh, I'm sure he has. I'm sure that they've met many a woman, woman, women, many a women's that are like, yeah, dude, I am DTF with this type of bullshit. And that they oh. are out there because our good friend Pepper Pete had lots of women, and he was he was not not a looker like you. Pepper Pete was not a looker. He, he was, was not... he was mm-hmm. fugly. He he was a little fugly and um a little big, and he <laughs> he also got all the whammons, like uh, whammons. Had a girlfriend. Wh- whammons who were broken. Whammons. Yeah. I get what you're saying. You're 100% right. Women's that were broken were into being tied up by Pepper Pete. I don't think they were into touching Pepper Pete. Uh, oh, what do you know that I don't know? Oh, he he definitely got it on with all of them. Wow. Are you kidding me? Some of them were at least a, a five on a good day. Damn. Pepper yeah. Pete. Yeah. Pepper Pete Weird, was, was getting, getting it on. Lest we forget that, like, seven eight nine ten years ago 50 shades of gray was big and chicks were like oh i'm into this all of a sudden out of nowhere Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or at least they were talking about it maybe they didn't become into it just because 50 shades became big but they were at least talking about it that was a whole thing that was a whole thing for a while chicks were big into this bdsm bullshit and oh wow pepper pete was fucking tapping some ass oh he was tapping loads of ass gross God damn, women so have, have standards, ladies. What are we doing? I know. It was gnarly. I Basically know. picture Boris from Goldeneye, but tack on 150 pounds and make him Latin. And that's Pepper Pete. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lisa's been quiet for too long. I'm Googling Boris from Goldeneye. Oh, dude, he's yeah. the one who would spin the pen in his hands and he'd click it. I haven't watched Goldeneye. He looks kind of like a deranged Harry Potter. He does look like a deranged mm. Yeah, that's a fucking spot on. At, yeah, you nailed it. Okay, okay. Well, coming. So, <laughs> where okay. does the documentary get so into the weeds now? Yes, it's episode two, Sins of the Father. So, basically, they just need to go in and establish that 
Army Hammer's whole family going back like five generations is all whack jobs. Now, yeah, they're cool. all nuts. Great grandfather took... bought into an oil company that already existed. Um, Casey said that her parents met in Tijuana and got married very quickly. She had no idea about the wealth or the fame. And by the time that they got back to the U.S., like Armand was telling Julian's wife, if you leave him, I will make your life miserable. You will have no money. You will lose your children. And so she stays there with her kids. And rarely, regularly, they would have to all, uh, like, the mom would grab the kids. They'd all go to a hotel. See, and... so, so yes, I, I got to say, I didn't like the way that they um, organized the family uh, tree the way that they did. Because they kept, like, going from They're one to the forth. other. Yeah, back and forth, and it made it really confusing. So I took notes by person so that we could go down the tree a little bit easier, if that's That is helpful. very smart, because, yeah, the documentary jumped around from, like, Army's dad, Army's granddad, Army's great-granddad. It's like, I can't keep all these maniacs straight. Yeah, so so if it's helpful, we can we can go, like, one person at a time. Is that sure, helpful? Sure, let's start with great-granddad, who bought the oil company. Uh, let's start, actually, with his dad, Julius. Fuck, it went back that far? Yeah. Oh, shit. They only touched on him for a second, but it's important to note. So okay. Julius was a Russian spy for the KGB. He founded the American Communist Party. Yeah. He gave an abortion to the wife of a Russian diplomat because he was a doctor. He gave an abortion to the wife of a Russian diplomat, and she died days later. Oof. So he was sentenced to three and a half to 12 years in prison. And then this is where we get into Armand. So Armand, who is um, Army's great-grandfather, um, he was in school to be a doctor at the time. But when his dad went to prison, he had to take over his father's pharmacy. So he was into money laundering, funding Russian espionage. Um, he fabricated Fabergé eggs. In New York, right? Uh-huh, in New York. He's the one that paid for the Watergate cover-up. Um, he, like, used his money laundering and filtered it through the Nixon campaign. Um, he was also very, very Jewish, and that's important later because they changed his um, religion later on. Right. Um, so, anyways, that's important to note. Um, and then he, he was in the company of Prince Charles and Princess Diana, as well as the Kennedys. He often... And now Prince Charles is now King Charles, by the way. <laughs> yep, sure is. Sure is. And um, uh, Armand also often had parties with drugs, underage girls, and guns. So yeah. that's that's Armand's whole story. Oh, my and... favorite story about him. He always had a mistress. And so they show this picture of... Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And apparently his wife found out about his mistress... And so to keep her around, he made her wear a wig and change her name. And apparently his wife was none the wiser. That'd be yep. like if Mrs. Yeti was like, I'm sick of you podcasting with that Kelsey bitch. And I was like, well, Kelsey, going to have to buy you a wig. <laughs> yeah, and change your name. Podcast, you co-host, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're Chelsea now, all right? And, and they had an affair for like 20-something years. And he kept promising her that she was going to be part of his inheritance. And he completely negated to put her in his will like, well she uh, probably died because he was like 96 when he died no she was still alive when his will was read 
and he just wrote her out of no, it. No, that that was the the granddaughter. I thought. No, he did write her out too, but he okay. also I just, he wrote I just out found his Lisa's Texas button, and it's when she says somebody died. Could you just tell us again about how some somebody died, Lisa? He died. Yeah, there it is. Texas. Dad. Died. He died. He she was dad. He died. Yeah, so that was Armand. He was a piece of shit. And then his <laughs> his son Julian um, is uh, Casey's dad and Michael's dad and also yes. Army's grandfather. Yeah. He had cocaine parties. Um, all of his housemates were also underage girls that he was having sex with. Um, he violently abused his wife in front of Casey on Christmas Eve one night. He sexually assaulted his daughter Casey. Oh, and again, hey, just uh, in case this gets brought up in allegedly. a court of law. Ah, this is all alleged, and this is all some bullshit that we remember from some documentary we saw. So this is all all alleged, and this is just the best we can remember it. Uh-huh. So but we can't sue be us. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I ain't got deep pockets, so good luck with that shit anyway. You can't get blood from a stone. So I mean, I've made $25 off of my anchor ad, so good luck getting to that bitch. <laughs> So the fictional story of the life of Foreign Legion Putty Knife. Mm-hmm. That's Foreign Legion Putty Knife. That's the best one yet. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Lisa. <laughs> so Julian is also the one who shot at his daughter who was holding the phone book. Mm-hmm. Can he... you imagine telling Emma, be like, yo, Emma, go grab some dinner plates. I'm going to try to shoot them out of your hand. No way, dude. You'd have right? to be fucking insane. Right. So he also killed a man um, who apparently uh, owed him money. But the story gets a little bit weird because they go from him killing a man because he was owed money to this guy who drove his girlfriend home and they got in an altercation. So I'm not sure which it is. Did you guys notice there was a difference the guy, there? The guy who drove the girlfriend home, he threatened with a shotgun. But didn't and the actually guy... shoot him. No. Okay. Because yeah. I, I remember that specifically because he was like, oh, like somebody broke into my house and I th- I got my shotgun out. And I was like, how is that a crime? Okay. <laughs> I okay. was like, oh, what are you talking about? If somebody's breaking into your house by all means. Yeah. So yeah, he- the, the guy that was shot, um, Julian had borrowed a couple hundred dollars from him. And the guy said, hey, you remember that time you borrowed some money? Bang. Yeah, he killed him. And then he, um, he was found guilty, but before he was sentenced... Armand, his father, paid off his prison sentence. So he basically got away with it. Um, And Julian here, who got away with it because his dad paid off his sentence, was written out of his dad's estate. So he didn't get shit. He got like $400,000. No, Julian didn't get anything. He was completely passed over. I thought he got a little bit of money. No. uh, He was upset he didn't get much. I wrote it down. Casey got $250,000. Julian got, I think, $400,000. Michael got the Rolls Royce, but was also named the executor of the estate in a will that was signed about 45 days before Armand died. died. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So good thing you took notes on that. So that's all uh, Julian there. And then Michael, who is Casey's brother and Army's father. Um, he's the one who had the sex throne at his office and they were talking about it as if it had the the hammer family logo or emblem on it and it had this cage underneath and a hole in the seat 
and they would put the a family girl, crest. Yeah, the family crest. And they would put a girl, I guess, in the cage and someone would sit on the seat and they leave it kind of up to your imagination. But they say that there are photos your of it. balls fondled. Or Blumpkins. I don't fucking know. Oh, but they, but they don't tell you what happened, and they they say that there was video or not video, but photos of it, but they don't show them. So it's a little bit up to the imagination about this sex throne. It's a little weird. I'll tell you what, because they also say like, oh, that that sex throne was a gag gift. It's not for real. Like Kelsey, if you sent me a fucking sex throne, like return to sender. I'm not accepting delivery of a fucking sex throne. Right. That is an actual true crime. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. And at the time, Michael, being the executor of Armand's will, um, changed his religion from Jewish to Christian and then started sending money to all these Christian organizations. So as a Christian man, and I put that in quotes, he shouldn't be having a sex throne anyway. What the hell? What a hell? What a hell? Yeah, what a hell? And um, so anyway, so this guy's got parties. He's also um, has underage girls with guns and drugs and da da da. This seems to be a theme of all the dudes. Um, he stole his father's inheritance and rewrote history again, saying that his um, grandfather wasn't Jewish. He was Christian. They he, said that he became a Christian on his deathbed. Yeah. And he got up and announced this at the <clears throat> funeral. Yep. Yep. And then he threatened his sister Casey when she participated in this documentary. He threatened her with legal action for participating, even though she had previously written a book about all of this. So it's Which is why I must reiterate, this is all something we heard from somebody else. We don't know what's what. Uh-huh. And so then that leads uh, to Army, his son, who is into Shabari and biting and stalking women and cannibalistic fantasies and rape. And he even branded one of his victims with his initials. Yeah. He cut an A into some chick. Yeah. I forget which chick it was, but she seemed like she was like, eh, it's fine. Her name was like Paige or Penny. I think it was Paige Lorenz. And he also told her that he wanted to find a doctor in LA who would remove some of her ribs so that he could smoke them and eat them. Yep. Uh, what else did she do that I might remember? Was she the one who made the art out of his fucking texts? No, that was uh, Jess- was it Jessica. Julia. Julia, yeah. Once again, I was like this bit. Oh, they'd like say what they did as a job. She's like, yeah, I'm like an artist and like a phil- like, they'd yeah. all, all these women had like, yeah, you're just hot jobs. So Paige was the one who had the identical motel watching the secretary listening uh-huh. to the same soundtrack she was the second girl that he did that to apparently the there the are of her wearing the same cowboy hat that courtney wore yeah so she basically had the same story that courtney had like and it's verbatim. the exact same hotel you can't tell me that the people that work at that hotel don't know what this guy's into so note note to selves, girls. Uh, maybe ask the staff at the hotel if they've seen your date before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like- and if some dude wants to go with you to a hotel in the middle of the fucking desert where I'm sure there's spotty Wi-Fi and cell reception and you're kind of all alone with this guy that you just met who has been showing up at your house and unannounced and getting into your apartment leaving creepy notes, don't fucking do it. I don't care yeah. if he's Army Hammer. Army... Even Army Hammer can be nuts. It's true. As much as I hate to say it, Henry Cavill could be fucking 
bonkers out there. No, you don't he's know. not. See, Lisa, this is how we get bit and tied up, okay? <laughs> yeah. This is, this is a cautionary tale, Lisa. We must be skeptical of everyone, even Henry Cavill. I, you know, Henry Cavill flies into my DMs. I'm answering him back. She's going to that motel in the desert. <laughs> God damn it. She don't give a fuck. <laughs> Lisa, no. <sighs> I know. It just, uh, this whole time it was just like, God damn it. If this was like, like Lisa said at the very beginning, if this was Danny DeVito hitting you up, you'd be like, fuck off. Mm-hmm. You'd never film. let this shit fly. Exactly, dude. It's like, it's sexual harassment if Danny DeVito says it, but if Henry Cavill says it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a double standard, goddammit. It sure is. Um, oh, did, so where did are we you at? see the video that, um, Defense Force Tape Measure posted on his own Instagram account, and it was, like, um, showing a hotel room that he had checked into. And he's like, oh, well, here's the bathroom, and here's the... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And there's this girl in lingerie on all fours on the bed, and he just zooms right past her. Yeah, and we like, don't even know who that girl is. They never even, like, touch on who she is. He got oh. a... He picked up a half point from me on that one, because that was fucking hilarious. <laughs> So yeah, let me explain a little bit better in case you're unfamiliar. So Army Hammer had this fake Instagram account where he would post all sorts of crazy shit, like him doing drugs, him doing drive-home beers like Kayla, just filming himself, drinking, driving, no big deal. And he'd put his goddamn face in these videos. One yep. of them, he's like, hey, so I just checked into this hotel room and he, like, he shows the bathroom, he shows the mirror where you can see him. Like, fucking, what are you doing? You're gonna get... Ugh. Then he like scrolls past the bed and there's just a girl in bondage gear on all fours on the bed. Doesn't say anything, doesn't even move. He just takes the camera past the bed. Then he's like, oh, and I have a really cool view. He goes out on the deck. He's like, I have a really cool view of the pool. So like, yeah, dude, pretty sweet hotel room. Like, bye. And I was like, dude, if he intended that to be funny, that is pretty hilarious. (laughs) Oh, the girls aren't 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 with me on that one. No, no. Just to nonchalantly show something completely insane. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean. All right. Well, sometimes you lose some fans. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> there goes half of our listeners. I can read Bye, a room. Listeners. All right. If he was doing it. Okay. So clearly we know things about Army Hammer <laughs> that were like, oh, he's an insane person. This girl is in danger. Okay. I'm just saying if you didn't know that, it's kind of funny. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, can I at least get a half point off of Kelsey Balls? Half point, Kelsey Balls? Half a, half a point. Lisa, half point? Okay. If Henry Cavill did it, was it, is it funny now? Yeah. Why is Henry Cavill having other women in his hotel room besides me? Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. I'll follow you down this insane logic. It, let's say it's you. Now is it funny? No, no nobody wants to see that, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa. Oh, Lisa. You are hilarious. All right. Where are we at in the documentary? Are we at the end? I don't know. I just went down the family line. That, that um, I don't care about their little... One of the, the chicks that he was into was like, so I decided that I was going to make art out of this traumatic experience. So I just... Basically, all she did was take text messages between the two of them and blow them up poster size, frame it, and call it art. And I was just like, ugh, this bitch. <laughs> 
Sorry, dude. Yeah, sorry, that sounds I'm, like I'm, you. <laughs> I'm, bad. I'm sorry yeah. you had a bad time. I really am. But then you're going to just blow it up onto fucking tag board and call it art like this bitch. Goddamn. Hey, she had to take the screenshot and she had to upload it to Kinko's. Yeah, That's hard. And she also, I mean, she also um, is the one that had all the photos to begin with of her getting choked out and in the bathtub and all this shit. Right. I mean, if you're going to take a picture, I'm just saying, I'm again, I'm not trying to blame the victim, but if you're going to take pictures of yourself getting choked and put it up as like quote unquote art and fucking weirdos come out of the woodwork to talk to you about your quote unquote art, uh, what did you expect? I mean, and she didn't have to interact with him, but she kept it going. She right. kept it going. She was like, once it got sexual, that's all he ever wanted to talk about. And it's like, yeah, bitch, what do you think? <laughs> you think? And you, by the way, this whole time, you could have been like, fuck off, fella. Oh, she kept hitting like on them. And she's like, oh, oh yes, well, that Lisa. means that I read it. Lisa, yes. Fuck yes. I'm so glad that you remembered this. So this bitch. <laughs> sorry. This bitch. Uh, this bitch. <laughs> She's having these insane conversations with Army Hammer talking about, like, I want to bite you. I'm going to give you these fucking marks. I want you to get them tattooed. I might even find a surgeon to take out a piece of you, and you can cook it, and then I'll eat it. And she just keeps hitting the like button. And in the documentary, she's like, hitting the like button doesn't mean I agree. That just means, you know, I'm following along. And I was like, that's not what that means. It's literally called the like button. That means not only do you agree with what he's saying, you're fucking into it. You cannot... Hundred percent. She was just trying to make herself look better for this documentary. Like I'm not as dumb as y'all think I am. I just yeah. No, you kind of are. And uh, yeah, no, I I was not down. I was not like I'm not saying Army Hammer's a good dude. He's clearly a fucking train wreck, and you should stay the fuck away from him. But when you're hitting like on his messages, he thinks you're into this too, and you can't really blame him for thinking that you're into it when you're liking all of his fucked up messages, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. Ugh. That oh, I'm so Lisa. I'm so glad that you remembered that. That drove me. I was like, wait, what? And then it would show like, here's a crazy fucked up message. And then like, like, what is happening? Like, it is a little bit weird that these women aren't really owning the shit that they did. That like over like, it takes two people to get in these situations. Right. And even Courtney, the, she, she's the one that I remember the most. She's like, yeah, so he would send me some crazy shit. And my uh, when I would tell my friends about how I'm talking to Army Hammer, I did leave that out. It's like, you, why'd you leave it out, Courtney? Why'd yeah. you leave it? Because you fucking know it's crazy. Yeah. And it's like, it's just frustrating because like while they're retelling their story, they're just kind of omitting their part in what happened. Yeah. Except the Swedish chick who's being represented by Gloria Allred. Her story was like, yeah, that's not good. That Like, yeah, you said no, you were trying to get away. That's a fucking crime right there. Which just leads me to be like, why is he not in jail? And, okay, so I did some deep diving, you know, because that's how I do. I like to research. Yeah. So I did some deep diving. And that girl, Effie, um, she's actually, like, upset at the documentary for even airing. Because they put her all of her information on there. And they actually reached out to her for her um, opinion and like her statement. And she told them, do not post about me. Don't put my story out there. Like this is something that was very traumatic. Hold on. So she was like, this was very traumatic for me. This was horrific. And I don't want 
it out there. Like this is for me to heal and you guys putting it out there just puts more of a spotlight on army and I don't like it. And no. And then they went ahead and they took her videos from her court case and, and posted them as part of the documentary and her statements and everything else from online. And now she's like, you're, you're doing exactly what army did. You're taking advantage of me. I'm saying no, and you're doing it anyway. So how does that make the documentary better than Army? She's the sweetest chick, right? Her name is Effie? Yeah, Effie. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when you first started explaining your point, I thought that you were talking about the social media chick that was recording herself reading the aunt's book, and then I was confused. Then I figured out what you were talking about, and I was like, oh. Yeah, dude, Effie seemed the most on the ball out of everyone. Yeah, and she's the one who got raped, so... I mean, that poor girl, that fucking poor girl. Right. But then it leads me. That's why I'm like, why isn't he in jail? And I won't. Ex- I'm not going to totally just accept. Well, because he's wealthy. She has one of the biggest attorneys in the entire nation representing her. Mm-hmm. So what's the fucking deal? I don't know. I want to know what. Well, because something's not lining up for me. And that's that's what I'm curious about. It's like because when you listen to her story. And she's represented by Gloria Allred. You're like, well, why isn't this guy in jail? So, like, what's what's not happening? Was it an actual BDSM thing and they had a safe word established? So when she was like, no, 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 and crawling away, he was like, no, that was part of our role play. And we had a safe word and she never used that safe word. And, like, that's what blows up her argument. Like, I, something needs to click to make her story make sense because. The- yeah. Well, and that's how I feel about all these people's stories. Like, there are holes in literally all of them. Yeah, They interviewed a lady who is a PhD and a professional dumbmatrix. Her name is Damiana Chi. And yeah, she's a fucking screwball. She can fuck off. But at the same time, she's saying that um, what Submariner Crowbar is into is not BDSM. It is something that is unsafe. It is not based on. I'm sorry, because you got a degree from a community college and you're a bona fide insane person yourself because you're a doctor in BDSM doesn't mean I take your opinion as fucking valid. Fuck off. Mm hmm. Sorry, I like she uh, what Lisa's trying to say. She came onto the sh- onto the documentary. She's a professional dominatrix. She's got a degree and she was like, this is not how that works. When you have a dub som relate dub sub what is it? Dom sub, sub yeah. Dom. Yeah. When you have one of those relationships, it's actually very caring and it's actually a lot of trust is into this and there's a lot of rules. And there's a lot of steps to consent. It's like, bitch, just because you're a fucking screwball too doesn't mean that because you have the right answer for the documentary to make Army look like an asshole means that I should fucking take your word. Sorry. I don't... When people are like super into... Like, I have a degree in fucking banging. I'm like, you're a nut, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? I'd be so disappointed in my daughter if she got a degree in BDSM. I'd be like, oh my God, I've I've failed. I've failed. Of all the hobbies my kid could have, this is it. God damn it. What What what, What... What did I do wrong? This is horrid. <laughs> that's when that's when Yeti's got to walk into the mountains and never come back. If baby Yeti comes home with her fucking ugh degree. No, nope, I failed. I tried. I failed. <laughs> now I just walk into the sunset until I can't walk no more. Well, speaking of walking into the sunset, I got to duck out because I got to go get the kiddos. All right. But you, you guys Kelsey. can keep going. I have fun. Oh, thanks for your permission. I appreciate it. Yep. Yep. Mm hmm. Later, boners. Later. Bye. So apparently his um, 
love of controlling other people isn't just limited to women. They interviewed, um, they called him a coworker. Yeah. And he wanted to be anonymous because he feared professional retribution. It sounds kind of like he was an assistant or something. Seems but, like it. at first I thought it was another actor. And I was right. like, oh, I shit. But then they said that uh, Army sent him to go to the airport to pick somebody mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Now, again, th- this is just this is what the documentary said. So he was sent to go pick up somebody at the airport. And Army was like, I want you to stand there with a sign that says faggot on it. And th- that's how you'll pick up my friend. And that that's a funny joke. And he was like, no, that's not appropriate. I don't want to do that. And he's like, tough shit. Get get fucking moving. You work and he for took me, a guy. poll to ask him, hey, should I fire this employee who won't do what I want him to do? That's that's kind of funny. <laughs> like and if I did a poll on Twitter of like, should I kick Kelsey off the fucking pod for forever? <laughs> Just that lack of giving a fuck is semi-funny. Does that make took me crazy? A, Uh-oh. Took him to a strip club and made him get a lap dance that he didn't want. So yeah. I don't. I guess the guy's gay. I don't know, but I don't know. Don't work for Army Hammer then. He's a bad boss. Like, what are you doing? There's other jobs. Go work at Kinkos. You can be the yeah. guy who blows up the text messages on the poster board for the artist. Go work for Merchant Marine Drill Bit. Yeah, Merchant Marine Drill. <laughs> How many more do you got? Um, paratrooper, paratrooper sawhorse. Yeah. That's the last of them because I, I could come up with tools. I couldn't come up with military things. And I had yeah. my husband like, and, and he started giving me all kinds of acronyms. And I'm like, no, I'm going to have to explain what that is. And I don't know. So <laughs> that's funny. I got one for each page of notes. I so wish that Kelsey would have understood what you were doing because it was very funny. Uh, does what I said about the dominatrix and me being like, fuck off, bitch, make any sense? I understand what you're saying, but she's also agreeing with what we're pointing out that he's messed up this is not no, normal in i know but she's of... messed up too so yes. don't put her on a documentary and be like well she's uh she obviously knows what she's t-. it's like you're also a crazy person i'm sorry if your life revolves around banging and people in different like s- setups with swings and different fucking bullshit like you're fucked up dude or lady whichever doesn't matter like that should not be the driving force of your life is getting into weird, kinky shit. You're fucking weird. You need to go get some f- professional help. There you go. The, the um, girlfriend that posted the pictures of the bite mark, her name was Paige. She later contacted Courtney and said, why didn't you tell me? I do Nikki not remember this chick at all. That She was only in there for just a little bit. Courtney was the main. No, I, know, I remember did. Courtney. Yeah, but um, just oh, when she and, was like, I said everything, but no, and I was like, God. Yeah. Like, oh, girl, that that just turns into a I regret it later thing. That's right, especially when you go on multiple more dates with him and you go out into the fucking desert with the guy again. If what he did to you was so traumatic, apparently not that traumatic because you still dated the guy. Ugh. That's like the cancellation that happened to Aziz Ansari. Like, I guess he got a blowy and the chick later was like, you know what? I didn't want to give you that blowy. And it's like, well, you didn't say so at the time and you changed. I... That's why the definition of different. <laughs> that That's when you get into guys who are afraid to do anything. And so they're constantly asking, is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? Right. And then you're like, and make a move. It Well, yes. 
that's part of it. The other part of it is then it like really real rape is horrific and it soils what real rape is. When you start saying like a blowy that I gave a dude a couple weeks after that, I was not psyched about it. It's like, and so now, you know, that was, it's like, no, okay. No, you're ruining what we need things to have definitions and rape has a definition and it is a certain thing. And you saying everything, but no muddies those waters to the point where it's like, Dude, it's so hard to talk about this type of shit. (laughs) Anybody out there who's listening to this and listening to me struggle to fucking say what I mean to say, I fucking double dog dare you to talk about this type of shit on a podcast. You you do it. You think you can do it better? You do it. And it's not like she was incapable of saying no, because she said she'd only had one drink and he'd had four. So I'm going to bet if Army Hammer was drinking heavily, four drinks, four drinks ain't shit anyway. For him, probably not, because, I mean, he's a big guy. He's got to be at least 250 pounds. Yeah, I used to drink real hard, and four drinks wouldn't even classify as getting drunk yet. Like, a chugging away on a bottle. That's how we drink. Yeah. Again, and I'm not trying to say that what happened to Courtney wasn't bad. Like, I feel bad that yeah. that happened to you, but, like, God damn it, dude. What are you doing? If you don't want something to happen, you need to explicitly say no. <laughs> right. So, I mean, at least she's not trying to press charges on him. But she can also corroborate what a lot of other people have have said happened. So, okay, I'm I'm pretty sure this is not a guy that I would want to hang out with. So he seems like a creep. I just the one part that still confuses me is this one girl who has like what sounds like the most legit story of a, a bad time happening has got a super attorney. And yet Army Hammer seems to be selling condos in the Bahamas. So why him not in jail? Because in May of 2021, he checked into rehab, allegedly, for drugs, alcohol, and sex issues. And TMZ reported it. And then there were articles suggesting that he was out of rehab and he's back on track. And, oh, oh, so in December of 2021, TMZ reported that charges were likely not going to happen on the rape allegations. And Gloria Allred said, when TMZ made that report, the case had not even been sent to the DA yet. Yeah. I, so he, yeah. he's got he's got a new PR it's, team and um, they're saying that going into rehab, that's a very common PR tactic because he had a new movie coming out, which I had actually watched right before we decided we were going to talk about this particular documentary is Death on the Nile. Yeah. And he plays a bad guy there, too, but you don't know it. Sorry, I got lost in my head trying to figure out how I can I was like maybe this one should only come out for patrons <laughs> I don't know that's I don't, it's just so hard to talk about this type of stuff yeah because I mean everybody has an opinion on that and the whole believe all women thing well I mean that's like no that... some women are fucking insane and some women yeah. are out to just get notoriety and some women are fucking 100% correct and we should believe them yeah. there is a scale and it is vast but when you have no physical evidence that this actually happened it makes it real hard i don't know i don't know man i get I, the only thing i got to say is i hope that i uh, i don't know <laughs> Lisa, this, I, I was not having a problem talking about this documentary until just now. Weird. What do you think happened? 
just wait until your daughter starts dating. Oh, dude. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just like, I just hope to instill values of like, no, like you don't get, you cannot get yourself into compromised situations because bad things can happen and you need to recognize signs and you need to recognize them early and you need to not be like, oh, well, he's rich and famous. And uh, that's, that's appealing to me. It's like, I get it. There are. (laughs) But no, stupid hairy legged boys that have bad intentions for you, and you may not be able to fight them off. Yeah. So like, so, I don't know, man. I don't. Know. I don't know. What did we learn, Lisa? What did we let's let's put a Jerry Springer esque like recap on on on. Let's put that type of a bow onto this present, and then I will. <laughs> me, you, and Kelsey can talk about like, is this too far? If a celebrity DMs you, delete it. That's not true. That's not true at all, dude. Like, let's say if he DMs you sexual stuff, delete it. Um, just basically, you need to know where your limits are, and you need to stand by those, and not just let like the heat of the moment overcome you. Because like once that tidal wave starts to build, you know how a tidal wave works. Like the, yeah, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you well, first, out. like the shore, the shoreline recedes. The shoreline recedes, like the water pushes back further than you've ever seen it. And like all these different mm-hmm. sea creatures and creepy crawlies start showing themselves. And you're like, oh, this is so interesting. Didn't I've never that was under there. I didn't know like all these different tide pools with animals you've never seen because the water's never gone back this far. And you're so interested in like what's happening. You're not looking down to the ocean where this massive wave is building. And before you know it, there's no escape because the tidal wave is so, yeah, the tidal wave is so powerful at this point. And it's so big. Even if you now notice and you turn and you start running as hard as you can away from the water, there's no escape. You're in too deep. Just like some 41 said. hit your legs and you can't run anyway. But that's like the perfect analogy is like, don't be so distracted by the novelty of this weird thing or this like new thing that you don't realize the impending doom. Wow, dude, I didn't know when I was like, let's put a Jerry Springer bow on this. I was like, what are you going to do? Yeah, people, <laughs> that that was actually pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It don't was distracted by the cool tide pools because there could be a tidal wave looming over your head. Be when cautious. I was a teenager and dating, my dad would he really didn't want me to date anybody at all but if somebody was particularly not well suited he would use the phrase he's pretty boy and you like him yeah whether he was good for me or not so yeah yeah emotions are chemicals in your brain and they are easily manipulated so look at those red flags they they exist for a reason and sometimes your brain you can catch your brain playing tricks on you like courtney said i didn't tell my friends all this crazy shit that he was doing Mm -hmm. it's like yes even though your brain is in the middle of tricking you you got to be able to pick up on those signs like why didn't i just tell my friends about this it's like yep that's what you got to look for like why didn't you tell your best friend about this crazy shit and it's like ah because it's fucking crazy and that's when you got to dip you, you don't because yep tidal wave dude. i would love to know the the person that she was out walking with when army showed up on his vespa because he had tracked her location what did that friend think at that moment 
Well, I just try to put the shoe on the other foot and be like, what if I was hanging out with Ace Guy and Ace Guy started dating like Scarlett Johansson? And I'd be like, you're f- what? Get the fuck out of town. And he's like, no, nah, dude, I'm dating Scarlett Johansson. And she pulls up on a Vespa to whisk Ace Guy off into the distance. I'd be like, holy shit, that was Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> like, Damn, he, he wasn't fucking with me. It was. Sorry, uh, I, I just wonder how many other red flags there are that her friends are and and, and you know Paige asking her why didn't you tell me I, I mean she knew how to get oh uh, so Michael sent a letter to Casey and it was um, although we haven't spoken in many years I heard the untrue and hurtful things that you've recently said about our family I can no longer remain quiet and allow you to feed your thirst for notoriety at the expense of our family and oh. the Arm and Hammer Foundation if you choose to continue pretending that the stories you have invented are the truth, I will have no choice other than to pursue every legal remedy to set the record straight. Despite all the pain your fabrications have caused, you share the blood running through my veins. You are still my family, and I love you. Or, no, I wish yeah. you nothing but the, be- the best. Very yours, Michael. And Casey said, that's exactly what my grandfather would do. Yeah, like use fear, intimidation, and throw that money around to get people to stop saying things. Mm-hmm. Well, I will also say this. A, a good documentary can convince you of fucking anything. Yeah. <laughs> I will. When, when you read that letter, that reminded me in that documentary as we were watching it. Because I like to be, I'm very skeptical, especially when it's like, who's telling me? What are they telling me? Why are they telling me this? And when she read that letter on the documentary, I was like, maybe this chick is fucking crazy i don't like she there is a chance this chick could just be nuts and the whole family's like we've been trying to get her help for years she's invented all of these stories none of that shit happened that's why there's not pictures of the sex throne it wasn't fucking real she's nuts and it's like yeah a good do- now i'm not saying that that's true i'm just saying a good documentary can make you believe anything because they're only showing you their side you remember did you watch uh making a murderer yes so a whole lot of people are awfully convinced that uh he didn't do it yes and yet he's still sitting in prison yes so they can't convince a jury they can't convince it lisa goddamn a hundred percent a hundred percent what you just said a a a well put together documentary can make you believe because they're not showing you this unbiasedly a lot of times they're showing it you with bias to get you to believe what they want you to believe so even though this three-part series on army hammer definitely paints him and his family in a very terrible light it could all be total bullshit army could just be getting fucked over by the media he's just getting he's like god damn it and he went to go sell condominiums in the bahamas because he's like fuck this dude I don't like, I am like, yes, don't get me wrong. I'm a little bit of a kinky guy. All right. I'm into some weird shit. I thought these chicks were into the weird shit. The chick was liking every time I sent her this crazy shit. She was like, 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 so yeah, dude, I thought she was down and it doesn't look good when she comes out later and is like, I was not down. So fuck it. I'm out of (laughs) here. You know what I mean? Lisa, you still there? I, 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 I've, yeah, like I, I go back to men that are afraid to make a move and then they're constantly, is this okay? Is this okay? And that oh. gets really irritating after a while. Dating after the Me Too movement? Like, goddamn, oh. dude. I, I am so sorry to any dude out there who's single because I don't even know. I don't even know how what it yeah. would be like to date a girl because, like, fuck it. 
that's why I get why more and more dudes are like, you know what? I have internet porn and a fucking PlayStation 5. I'm staying home. Fuck it. Okay. So I had a conversation with uh, my son's barber. And it was right after the um, um, the Oscars with the slap with Will Smith and yeah. Chris Rock. Yeah. And, and so I mean, it, we, we had a, a discussion about that. And so he says, you know, guys talk to me. They tell me a lot of stuff. And he's he says he has a lot of customers who are like 30 year old virgins yeah. because they just don't want to deal with. And it's not for religious or moral issues. It's, it's like it's more hassle than it's worth. <laughs> yes. And, and um, like. But, you know, if the people who are good leaders don't do what they're meant to do and produce more leaders, our civilization's kind of screwed over. Oh, yeah, dude. In our local area, elementary school after elementary school is closing because the population in our, our area is on the decline. And I, I'm not even kidding you. Like 12 elementary schools recently just closed because they're like, we don't there's not enough kids. Wow. I know. Now, my area has the exact opposite problem. It's growing and growing and growing because people you're are from the through. South. Yes. <laughs> oh, and people well, are moving there because they're sick of California. Yes, because uh, so driving back to my house from a town further south, you know, we go past there you know, every six months or so, and there's a lot of farmland. And last time we were driving past, I looked over there and I was like, that dirt looks really weird. And then I realized it was roofs for like two straight miles of roofs so they they put in a good thousand houses over there yeah i can relate they're doing that like outside of the canyon that we live up yep there's Mm -hmm. a big ass housing development that just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and it's just like they're all million dollar houses on a fucking postage stamp of land Uh you could you could reach out and tap your neighbor's house with your hand and it's just like this is so gross the, the thing is, a lot of them are moving from California, where yep. their two-bedroom or three-bedroom, oh. two-bath house goes for $800,000 or more. Oh. You can get a very nice house here for $800,000. Hey, dear Texas, I, I have a little quick rant for you, Lisa. Hey, dear Texas, all these Californians moving to Texas, fucking cry mm-hmm. me a river. Before they were moving to you, they were moving to us. <laughs> We've well, been dealing with this for a fucking decade at this point of Californians coming out here. So all we know. No, we, we, we've had it going on for quite a while, too. Not um, like this, you haven't. Joe Rogan moved there, and he blew up your spot. No, he he was down by Austin, though. So I'm up near in the Dallas area. Yeah, but Texas, um, Texas. Uh, Texas yeah. is thick. There's a lot of different regions. Oh, but I have no idea. It's not like I come from a massive state, either. I'll tell yeah. you what. You remember back in the day when Lou would come on the podcast? Do you remember her? Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. listen then? Yeah, yes. Lou would talk well, about. I, I've I, gone back and listened. Oh, that's that's so sweet of you. I get that penny every time. Yeah, but she would talk about England and I'd talk about Colorado. And I Googled the surface area of England versus Colorado. And Colorado is three times the size of England. Uh, I'll uh, bet you Texas is three times the size of Colorado. We should Google that. It it is. How big is Texas compared to Colorado? I can tell you that when we went to Colorado, we drove for eight hours straight and we're still in Texas. And then we got in the car the next day and we drove for another two hours before we ever made it to the border. That's funny. Texas is about two and a half times bigger than Colorado. 
That's fucking crazy, dude. But it's huge. Do you guys have the type of um, different environments that, like Colorado has? Yes. Or is it kind of just the same shit for a lot no, longer? No, it's we've got piney woods. We've got hill country. I live on a prairie. Uh, we've got deserts. Um, let's see. Eastern systems of all right, we've officially gone off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> we can we, talk we, about we this some other time. We should have quit. We should have quit when I made that analogy about the tidal wave. <laughs> you can edit. I can, but I won't. <laughs> I figure if anybody's still listening to us at this point, they they're fucking in. They're down it's to white. listen to us Google. Yeah, dude. If you I if you're white. still here, you're a homie. So homies like it when we get off topic. All right, well, Lisa, thanks for taking such good notes. Thanks for being here. Thanks for putting up with Kelsey Balls hacking up a lung because she had to go a goddamn rave. I, I have a theory about what she has, and I don't know that she necessarily got it from the rave, but I will put what that What do you think Discord. she has? I will put it in the Discord. Why? Because. Why? Because I said so. I, you pick odd moments to get peculiar. <laughs> what do you think she has? I think she has her fall or Texas autumnal sinus infection because oh. this is her first first fall here, and that's not to be confused with the Texas winter sinus infection or the Texas spring sinus infection. I see. Okay, it's not that you didn't want to tell me because you think she has monkeypox from like <laughs> sexual activity. Yeah. It's because you just think that she has something that most people wouldn't be interested to hear. Okay, right. I get it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Kelsey. I know you're not here, but you'll probably listen to this, maybe. And thanks for putting up with my wind. Thanks for putting up with me moving three times. Later, Bones. Thanks for putting up with my Texas accent. <laughs> he died. He was 94 when he died. <laughs> Later, Bones. Later. <laughs>